your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Josh from the Stardome, hello, are you there? How's it going? It's good. Now you've just had a bit of a holiday and you're straight back into it. Into, into, yeah, uh, straight back into work. The outer space life. And what's been happening in outer space, mate? Where, what's uh, what's the latest? Yeah, we um, yeah, two big stories this week. We had uh, the new spacecraft launch and we had the asteroid samples return, <gasps> um, which both yeah, very major events. Okay, talk us through NASA's psych. Yeah, so the first one, um, NASA's new spacecraft, it's called Psyche, which uh, is going to an asteroid of the same name. Um, but this, this is an asteroid that we basically, NASA believes it to be a almost completely metallic asteroid. So instead of being made of you know rock and silicates like most asteroids, um, we think that this actually might be uh, an exposed core of you know a, a long-gone planet that never fully formed in the asteroid Not belt. Not an old spacecraft? Not an old spacecraft, uh, but yeah, a lot of metal, which is kind of strange for an asteroid. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is this is kind of a really foreign object. So it's one of the few things that we've never explored in the solar system. Um, and yeah, NASA launched it over the weekend, so it'll, it'll be quite, they're quite keen to yeah kind of see what they're going to find there. How? Firstly, how did they find this thing, and how big is it, and how are they going to get toward it? Yeah, so the, the spacecraft, it basically, it's going to take a few years to get there. It's actually going to go to Mars first. It's going to use Mars' gravity to then kind of fling it out. Uh, that's going to be in the asteroid belt, so that's between Mars and Jupiter. Um, and it's actually not going to arrive until, I think, 2028, so this is a massive journey to get there. Um, but, yeah, the, the asteroid, we've known about it for a while. It's a fairly decent-sized asteroid, um, and we've, you know, we've measured it with telescopes from Earth about the composition of what we think it's made of, which is mostly metal. Um, so, yeah, they, they really want to get up close to it because, of course, from Earth we really can't see much about it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's a massive journey, and, so, yeah, hopefully we find a lot of new stuff about this one. What size is it? How big is it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm just quickly looking off the top of my head. Um, and I think it's a few kilometres across. Okay. Um, which is, yeah, it's a, it's a decent... It's not that big. I mean, we've been to asteroids that have been you know, 400-ish kilometres across. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's big enough that they can actually orbit it and the spacecraft will be going into orbit. Why do why have they taken a particular interest in a metallic asteroid? Yeah, well, I think, you know, metals are rare Earth elements, a lot of them. So a lot of the stuff that we find on Earth, um, you know, things in our phones and stuff like that, is really rare on Earth. We don't find them here often, and we actually find a lot of them in space. Mm. Um, so, you know, if you actually Google the, the name of the asteroid, Psyche Asteroid, you'll see a lot of um, articles saying, you know, NASA's going to this quadrillion-dollar asteroid because it ha- contains so many rare Earth elements. Um, so there, there is a real possibility, not with this mission, but potentially in the future, that you know, if we run out of these rare Earth elements, there is that real possibility of asteroid mining, of actually uh, getting things that we can't no longer get from Earth from oh, asteroids man. and you know, potential industries in That's the future. That's some super sci-fi stuff right there. 100%, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, so do they have a rough composition, composition of this asteroid? Um, I mean, they're not exactly sure of all of the things that it's made up of. Um, we know that there are a few different asteroids uh, that have kind of a similar um, weight to them. So often how we find out about what an what a asteroid is made of is the weight and the mass of it. 
Um, a lot of rocks are a lot lighter than the metals, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one is, I just looked it up to, it's about 220 kilometers across. So that's a pretty decent oh, size asteroid. Yeah. It's massive, yeah. So it's going to be spending quite a lot of time um, in orbit and actually mapping it. And um, yeah, we, we think it's, the reason we actually want to go to this asteroid is because we think it's quite similar to the core of Earth. Um, you know, our, Earth's, our, our planet's core is metallic. We know that it's metal, um, but of course we, we can't know much about it because it's literally inside the planet. So we think Psyche is actually really similar to the core of Earth, which is actually why we want to go to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mine it in the future. Well, but yeah, potentially. Not for this mission, but yeah, there'll be, there'll be some space billionaire that says, oh, let's mine it. What size, what size of sample will they collect from this asteroid and bring back to Earth? Um, so th- this one isn't actually a sample return mission. So this will just be going into orbit. It won't be bringing those samples back like okay. the one we just got. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's we know that it's made of mostly iron and nickel, um, which we've found from you know asteroids that come to Earth and potentially a lot of those rare Earth elements. So yeah, it won't be getting any of them, but it'll be really close and it'll be mapping in, you know, giving us amazing get... views of the asteroid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now on to samples that have returned to Earth. Could you just give us some background on the particular asteroid that we've visited and collected samples from. Yes, yeah, so and NASA, they just had their, their asteroid sample return mission, which was from asteroid Bennu that arrived a few weeks ago. Um, so, but yeah, basically they launched a spacecraft back in, I think, 2017. It's landed on this asteroid in 2020, um, basically touched the surface, grabbed a bunch of samples, um, and those samples just came back to us a few weeks ago, and they've just opened up the capsule. Um, and yeah, we've had our first glimpse of you know, these samples from this asteroid. It's NASA's first ever asteroid sample return mission. Um, and they've only just looked at them, so we haven't had a full analysis, but um, they've already found out that this asteroid contains a lot of water and a lot of carbon, mm. um, which are, you know, really essential elements for life. We know that life on Earth needs water. Um, and what we know of life is that all life also needs carbon. So we've already, just from our first look, found uh, essentially the ingredients of life on this asteroid, which is, you know, a really major find. The ingredients, but would they report any sort of further finds, like some strange bacteria or some other sort of organic material that might might need to be contained and could potentially take over planet Earth if it... <laughs> like that, uh, what's that movie with Jack Gyllenhaal on the space station? Uh, um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, life, yeah, like that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they've already said they've actually found organic molecules on on these samples. Um, organic doesn't mean alive, though. It simply means that there are building blocks which can actually develop life forms. So, you know, we need organics to make uh, like RNA or DNA, for example. Um, And we found them throughout the solar system. But I think, you know, when we find them on things like asteroids, um, the reason that we go to these asteroids to look for them is because they uh, a lot of these asteroids are older than the Earth, and we know that Bennu is about the same age of Earth, mm-hmm. um, except this rock has been in space essentially untouched for billions and billions of years. Yes. Um, so, you know, what we think about the origins of life, we often think that, you know, maybe it's come from an asteroid. Uh, you know, at some point in Earth's formation, an asteroid carrying these organics, carrying these molecules, came to Earth and, you know, potentially sprouted life here, which is, you know, why we go up to the asteroids. So there is a real potential that, um, you know, these samples would actually give us indications as to mm. the literal origins of life on Earth, which is, you know, a major question in astronomy. What process do they follow to make sure that there are no strange things on these asteroids that could potentially lead to new life on Earth? 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're extremely stringent on planetary protection. So they, they basically had to build specific and special uh, clean rooms for this asteroid. So you can actually watch it happen. They've got, you know, these people that are suited up. They have these pressurized suits. They're pressurized um, capsules with those kind of gloves that go into this little capsule. Um, so everything's very, very stringent. And it's basically, it's less to kind of, you know, protect us from some alien life. It's actually more to make sure that Earth life is not going to contaminate these samples. Because, um, you know, when we are studying, we want to make sure that if we find anything interesting, it's not some, you know, stray Earth microbe that's contaminated yes. these samples. Um, so, yeah, there, there is a real stringent process for that. Um, and it's... They're only actually going to look at about 30% of what they've collected. Mm. Um, and yeah, NASA's actually said that the reason is, you know, they are saving these samples for future generations because a lot of the technologies that we actually want to study these rock samples, they don't actually exist. Um, so yeah, that, this is something that, you know, we're going to get answers from these in the coming years, mm-hmm. but we're going to be studying these samples for literally decades to come. So I think that's quite an exciting thing. Like what sort of technologies are they trying to develop? Do they have a, an idea of like, look, we don't have, the technology to do this but we hope to be able to do this sort of science in the future do they do they talk about the sort of science that they hope to be doing on these rocks um well that's kind of the thing is we don't know what technologies we will have in the future we don't know what questions we're going to be asking ourselves um and you know they i was watching the the press release and it's actually really philosophical you know these people are saying that you know not just our children but our children's children will be you know, far more advanced in terms of technology than what we are. So we don't know what technologies yes. we even need to potentially find yep. signs of life. You know, if we do find signs of life, we could find signs of life that is not detectable with our technology today, and we just simply don't know that. Um, so, that, yeah, it's it's a really kind of philosophical thing when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still quite excited to see in the coming months and years what we find out initially from these samples. And, oh, crazy, you know, man. So crazy. Yeah, it's very sci-fi, but very yeah. real. Wow, wow. Now, Josh, what is happening at the Stardom in the coming weeks? I know that there's a there's a, a bunch of uh, screenings of, or is it a screening of Dark Side of the Moon? Is that what you call it? What would you call it? Yeah, the, um, we've got our, that's our, like our laser light show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got those, I think it's on Tuesdays. Um, but yeah, they've got like a revamped version, which we're now playing. Celebrating uh, 50 which... years of Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, the, yeah, it's like the 50th anniversary version for Dark Side, which we've had really great feedback. It's, it's been playing around Planet Terms around the world, um, and it, it's very cool visually. I've had a look at it. it. It is very awesome, so if anyone's into it, definitely come and see it. Uh, we've still got our sci-fis going, so we have, uh, I think, Dune is playing tomorrow, um, and then we have Ex Machina in a few weeks, too, so there's still tickets for that um, available. Yeah. Okay, nice one. Hey, Josh, uh, thank you so much for Spaced Out this evening. We'll look forward to chatting with you in a fortnight's time. Cool. Speak to you then. Okay, bye. Go keep it. Control, we are docked. That was Spaced Out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.